Hey friends, this might be the most craziest, stupidest, someone come lock me up episode, or it may be everything that just breaks open for me. So you guys know a little bit about my struggle with my spirituality. I don't, I've dipped into it a little bit with you guys. Um, But as it is December the 29th, I feel... more than ever, that I am going to truly start living my purpose. And I feel that why not burst it open on January 1st of a brand new year after we have had the most earth-shattering year in history. So before I sink myself way too deep, um, so I didn't grow up with any specific sort of faith. I was raised in a very large family, and when I was little, like, I don't know, like, five to ten-ish, whatever-ish. Um, I was often looked after by my older siblings, which obviously that happened a lot and still may happen in big, huge families. So my sisters would take me and my other sister and my little brother. We were always considered the three little ones. And I remember going to church with my siblings, my sisters, um, three of them specifically, and they would take me and my little sister to church on Sundays. And we did that, I have no idea, for a certain period of time. I remember loving it. I remember... I remember continuing on with like a Christian education Bible study type thing after we had stopped going to the church and we had stopped going to the church once the minister moved away. Um, We were very, very close with his family, I believe. I remember. I believe we were. And um, once they moved away, I believe we just stopped going because it was no longer a part of our community. And then, yeah, I did like these Bible studies for some period of time. But again, I have like no memory of anything when I was younger. So um, I have no timeline. But then I did go to a junior and a senior high school in the Catholic school system. And I think at that point... I still believed that there was a God. However, a lot of the Christian Catholic 
the Catholic faith didn't sit well with me and didn't jive with my life. So um, I think at that point it was like I went to church because we had to for school and maybe went to church with friends for particular reasons. Um, But it was never a true part of my life. And then really when my mom died and I was only 23, I cursed God. I was very mad at God for taking my mom. And that lasted for a while that just kind of became a part of my hardness and my sadness. And after my first diagnosis of breast cancer when I was uh, 29, I had experienced some lymphedema in my arm and my surgeon sent me to a woman to get Reiki healing done, which I think now in 2002, how 2003, how crazy was that? that my surgeon was sending me for Reiki. Like Reiki is not even considered mainstream now. And this is 17 years later. And I think it's so crazy that he sent me for Reiki. I do wonder, and this could be my stepping into my white stupidness, but he was Asian. And I think maybe he had more of a toe dipped into the eastern medicine as well as the western medicine and I could be completely just being completely racist against him because he was Asian but that is what I do think I remember so anyways I did some Reiki treatments with this lady and it worked with my swelling and also when she did it I started to feel really good. I was starting to work through being angry about my mom dying. And, you know, it's so funny when I think of my mom dying and I think of having breast cancer. And it's almost like I was more accepting of the world to give me breast cancer than to take my mom away from me. That's fucking crazy. Anyways, so I started doing some toe dipping of my own into alternative medicine. Um, I had a friend who was a massage therapist who did some energy healing and she did some hot stone Uh, treatment on me and it kind of started me into this alternative healing after I had been uh, gone through breast cancer the first time. This sort of alternative healing led me into card reading, um, you know, angel cards, angel guidance, all that kind of stuff, which 
when I think way back in the day, um, I always, I always believed in, you know, um, reincarnation. I believed in ghosts, spiritual something, something. I saw a few things when I was little and, you know, it's just brushed off as whatever. Um, so as I got deeper into this world of alternative healing or whatever you call it, um, you know, there's always pushback from certain people in your life regarding, oh, you're a fucking hippie or you're a witch or you're practicing woo-woo or whatever the case may be. There's some pushback because when you're diving into a spirituality that is not considered to be normal or mainstream, people are going to test you, I guess. Um, You know, and I kind of dabbled in and out of the world, you know, when it seemed fit to me. And then there was a point where I started seeing a lady who was uh, doing some energy healing on me. And we started a friendship where uh, she had advised me that I would work with her in this healing center. And at that point in my life, I was um, looking for community. I was looking for, you know, family. I had been going through a hard time and I found a connection with people who um, filled up my cup with something that I was missing. And it felt very spiritual to me, and it felt very community-based to me. (coughs) Pardon me. Um, And throughout this experience, it ended up that I really started relying on this one person for a lot of my guidance and my spiritual faith. And it's so hard for me to look back at that period of my time because I was so unhappy in my world, but yet I was putting faith not in my spirituality, but putting my faith all in one person and what that one person was telling me about myself. And I didn't believe myself and I didn't believe a God or a source or a spirit. I believed that one person. And unfortunately, that led to me completely closing down any sort of relationship that I had with any sort of spirituality. Done and forever closed. And that was probably... 10 years ago and for the past 10 years I would say I believed that I was no I'm not going to say that I was on a path that I needed to be on at the time however I wasn't executing it the correct way. So let me try and explain. So 
there's always a time where people who are having any sort of come to Jesus moment or hallelujah or breakthrough, whatever it is that I'm trying to explain to you guys, if anyone is still listening because of my babbling, um, there's always a moment where you're listening to someone explain their moment and they say that they always had this feeling. They always knew. So it's the only way I can explain it is that I always knew that there would be things like, sorry, I'm going to start losing my voice because I'm really trying to speak my truth and my chakra, my chakra is blocking me because I'm being tested. Anyways, there's always that moment when the person says, I always knew I would be on a stage or I always knew that I would be this or I always knew that I would be that. I always knew, you guys, that there would be something big that would completely blow my brains out of the water, that I would be telling my story. And, you know, of course that makes absolute sense because of all of the trauma that I've experienced Um, but it's never hit me the way that it's supposed to. Like people say, oh my God, I got cancer and I woke up the next day and I was a completely different person and I just lived my life this way. You know, we see that from Terry Fox. We see that from, um, Lance Armstrong. We see this from all these amazing people who made these big, huge marks on the world because they, got this big scary cancer and they survived and they did this amazing huge thing. So I thought all along that there would be something that would fuck me up but that I would recover from it and I would speak about it. And that's the only way I know how to explain it. And So when I had a hip problem when I was 15 and it just was like something that just destroyed me as a teenager, when I had my total hip replacement when I was 27, I thought, this is it. This is my big woohoo. This is going to change my life. Huh. Didn't happen. Okay. So then I thought that was going to happen Sorry, let me back up because I have to start off with believing that. Actually, I didn't believe that when my mom died. I didn't think that that was going to be the thing that changed me. I did think that I would write about it. But I didn't think that it would be the thing that would put me on the map, if that makes sense. Um, And so... All of the times that something traumatic happened to me, you know, breast cancer one, losing my niece, um, losing my dad, breast cancer two, not being able to have children, uh, 
not finding a life partner, all of those things that were like continually like punching me in the gut, I kept on thinking, okay, this is it. This is the thing that's going to be the thing that puts me out there and like hashtag makes me famous. And every single time that happened, I was led to a different path. And I've been self-studying myself for so long that I thought I have to do all these steps in order to see myself standing on that stage. So how do I get there? Okay, originally I thought, okay, I'm going to get there. I'm going to stand on that stage as a beach body coach that like went through all these breakthroughs to lose all her weight and get her boob surgery and she's standing on a stage. Well, no, that didn't happen. And that rerouted me to um, doing life coaching. And with coaching, I thought, oh, how will I become a successful coach? Oh, I'll do a podcast. And the podcast was supposed to be something that people learned about me. And then they would come to me as a life coach. And then I'm standing on a stage as a life coach. And all of these things made sense to me because I've spoke as a survivor, as a breast cancer survivor. I've spoke, I've spoken to crowds. They're not huge crowds. I spoke at a Beachbody conference, not huge crowds, but I always thought that that would be what my future was going to present itself with, that I would be speaking about my survival. So when 2020 hit, when 2020 started, so like 365 years from uh, days ago from now when we all still lived in bliss and it was December 29th 19 no December 29th 2019 and we thought 2020 was going to be our vision I was hashtagging 2020 vision like a maniac and I started off the year paying for courses to uh, for my, I would, I was paying for a life coach for myself and I was paying for business courses to be a life coach and was loving life, loving life, loving life. But I wasn't actually loving life. I was loving what I was seeing in the future when I was this big life coach and I was loving that but I wasn't loving my actual life. I was actually hating my actual life, but I kept on thinking, just keep on treading water, just keep on treading water, just tr keep on treading water, and you will eventually get to that happiness. You will eventually get to that success. You will eventually, eventually, eventually. But guess what, you guys? I wasn't doing any of that. I was trying to hashtag live my best life, but I was fucking hashtagging not. So then we have the pandemic. Sorry, I need to drink water. Then we have the pandemic. And I know I talked about the 64 days. 64 days I was in self-isolation, 64 days I did not see a person, did not touch a person, did not 
see anyone face to face except over video. And I also know a lot of people also did that. But what I'm saying is somewhere inside of me in those 64 days, shit cracked open because I was trying to, I was really feeling spirituality come back into my life. And I was really feeling it because I had found a coach that I had started following and she really spoke spirituality so that I could understand her. And I was all in. I, this woman, I felt such a connection to her and she spoke of spirit as God and that was okay. It didn't bother me because for me, I just look at it differently. Anyways, I fell into the habit again of believing the words that she said and not the words that I should have been hearing within myself. But the thing is, is that I learned my lesson from my experience in 2010 and I knew that this woman was not my God, that this woman could provide me with her advice on how to build a business as a coach in a spiritual way. However, I was trying to build it exactly how she would. And again, not following my own path. So I quit the course. I believe this is when I technically had a, I had a mental breakdown and I believe it was August, the beginning of August. I literally just woke up one day and I couldn't remember things that had happened. I didn't realize why it was August and where was April, May, June, July? I knew that that time had elapsed, but I was missing huge chunks of time. Um, just not a very good, safe. I was, it was just a lot of uh, binging behavior and manic manifesting. So I was believing that I was speaking to spirit, uh, but I was really negotiating and that's like a manic behavior. Anyways, have a mental breakdown, realize that yes, I'm still bringing spirituality into my life. However, I was not mentally well and um, needed to work through all of that shit, which I believe if you're still with me after 60 episodes of me talking fucking mind shit all over the place, I know you're with me. I know that you had something that broke open in 2020, even if it's that you realized that you needed to spend more time by yourself, needed to spend less time by yourself, needed to read more books, whatever the case may be. I believe that if you are a human walking this earth, you made change in 2020. 
Uh, at least I hope that you did. Um, so I have been staying on my own path since August. I realize that I follow way too many gurus and I just needed to step back and I needed to figure out what was right for me on my own path. And that was lots of meditating, lots of sleeping, lots of bathing, lots of doing a whole lot of nothing and literally spent as much time I mean it was perfect because I was at the point with the pandemic where I'm seriously okay with being inside of my house and it just gave me the time that I needed to really sit down and figure out where I needed to be spiritually and where I needed to be not as a life coach not as a an insurance adjuster, not as a whatever, I needed to figure out what I needed to do to be Nikki moving forward. And I knew that there was a spirituality that was connected to it. I just didn't know how it was going to unfold. And I know that I've always been meant to tell my story, which I kind of explained when I said every time I experience a trauma, I'm like, oh, here's my story. Here's my story to tell. But out of all of that trauma, my story is how December the 23rd, 2020 happened. And so... With some, with some things that happened over the summer with me having a lot of unhealthy binging behavior and I made a lot of stupid decisions in regards to things in my life and I, um, I'm not comfortable sharing it right now um, but I will tell you that on December the 23rd I had... Uh, Reiki session with Christy. You guys know she was on the podcast. And before the session with Christy, I have um, I have a piece of paper in my office that I wrote on, I don't know, maybe in September. And it is an, a prayer from Gabby Bernstein. And it says, I surrender this desire to the universe and I welcome what is the highest good for all. And I thought about um, the session that I was going to have with Christy. And I knew that I was really stepping into my own truth because I had been working on telling my truth and I had done a lot of work on that the day previously and no, it was that day. It was that day. I had done a lot of work on speaking my truth 
and I had the session with Christy November or <laughs> December the 23rd and I sat in prayer and I asked the universe and I said am I going to be okay just let me know that I'm moving in the right direction and I will continue to speak my truth and I will continue to show the world that I will continue to show the world how my life has changed because I chose me. And so, friends, I hope you're still with me. I prayed over and over again to the universe. I surrender this desire to the universe and I welcome what is the highest good for all. Over and over. And I repeated it over and over as Christy started her energy work on me. And... I felt like the session was like three days long. And in fact, I got up in the middle of the session because I felt like I had completed my part. And I had repeated that prayer over and over and over, asking the universe for a sign that in regards to my entire life, I just wanted a big, huge life update. Am I okay? Am I going in the right direction? Is this the path? Am I on the right path? I need a fucking clear cut sign. And when Christy's done her energy sessions, she sends you an email with the information that came through to her. And you guys, I cannot tell you how clear and concise the messages were from my guides that if I just keep on speaking my truth, that I know that I'm leading the right path. And I know that speaking my truth will just allow others to tell their stories. And this is the only way that we can continue to change in the world. And I received the messages. I received the messages from my parents that I needed to hear. You guys, I'm feeling so vulnerable right now. Okay, so I heard the messages and I knew from that moment forward I would be okay. And you guys, I have no idea what that looks like. All I know is that every day since then, December 23rd, which was six days ago, I have felt happiness every day. And I have not... I have not felt more loved than I have in the last six days. 
and I have limited my energy. I have, I have left my house very little. I have spoke to very little people and I've really sat in my own feelings, in my own emotions, in how I feel about life. And this is just where I have been led to go. And so I don't know what it looks like. I know that this podcast is a huge part of it. And just continuing to share my story and continuing to share your story. And as I say that, the fucking hairs on my head are tingling like crazy. That's it, you guys. That is my fucking awakening. And I don't know because I have read millions of books. I think it's Eckhart Tolle who says that he lived this life of miserableness and he woke up one day and he just had this joy, joyful feeling. It's how I feel. I know that all I have is right now, this one moment. And it really is the only thing that matters. I know that lots of things are coming up for me. I feel like... You guys, I feel like after having a year that we've had, I feel like we are really truly moving into an awakening. And if you are a listener to my podcast and you are still listening with me, I think you would agree to that. And I mean, it's all I got. I can't strip it any further. It's... I'm bare. I've left it all on the table. I just feel that this is my truth. And all I can tell you is we just have one moment. And I thank you for being here for all of these moments. 34 moments. Um, So yeah, that was a big... I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, Because I take you with me on this journey, wherever it goes. And I know that I have a lot of healing ahead of me. And I know that I am ready for it. But I know that I am do everything is happening with joyous love. And with that, I bid you adieu. Thank you for listening. I love you. Be filled with intention. I love you.